Patriots are back in the Super Bowl. They're back. They're back. Yeah. You could also say they never left. Yeah, they never left. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They were in the Super Bowl last year and in, also the year before. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, but yes, they are back. They beat the Chiefs 37-31 in a wild, wild game. It was – uh I think I lost years off my life during that game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if, like, multiple people in New England just had heart attacks. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously obviously the Super Bowl games are the best, but outside of Super Bowls, that might have been the best playoff game that I've seen. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are saying it's, like, the, the best uh, – Super Bowl. Yeah, win. best playoff win for the Pats. Yeah, best not – yeah, non-Super Bowl, like we just said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it was a fantastic game. It it was very close to being a blowout though. Yeah. If Brady didn't throw that interception, it would have been up. It would have been fourteen nothing right mm-hmm. there, and then uh, I think they would have probably still tagged. It would have been like twenty one nothing at halftime. Yeah. But I think even though even that when they went up fourteen nothing, you kind of had a feeling that Kansas City was gonna make some type of comeback, make some type of run. Oh yeah, absolutely. And we saw when they met in the regular season um, that New England played really well in the first half. Kansas City made halftime adjustments and came out and, you know, put up like 30 points or something in the yeah in the second half. So, and the same thing happened in this game. They had zero points at halftime and they finished with 31. <laughs> and what's also why was the score at the fourth quarter was like 17 to 7. Yeah, it was uh, ridiculous. Uh, like yeah. at, at, at one point. So, fourth quarter was wild. Um, it, it was a very good win. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because everyone has been doubting the Patriots for so long this yep. season. Everyone just wants to bury them, mm-hmm. and here they are going to their fourth Super Bowl in five years. Yep, and what it's Brady and Belichick's ninth overall now. Yes, yeah. Which is incredible. So they've been together for – well, I guess Brady's been there for 17 years, which means that he's gone to the Super Bowl more often than he hasn't reached it, which is crazy. Yeah, that's absurd. Yeah. He, I mean, and we keep seeing him, you know, every day just – Absurd Patriot, absurd Tom Brady stats mm-hmm. that like literally are video game like. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like you could tell me a stat that could be completely wrong, and I'd probably believe about Tom. <laughs> you could say he's like never thrown incomplete pass, and be like that probably makes sense. I mean, in the playoffs, yeah. So it's it's something like that, and like I said before, it's like if you didn't live during the era, or like you know, fifty, a hundred years from now, if you look back and look at those stats, you're not gonna believe them because any stat before like 1980. I'm skeptical of. <laughs> Across all sports? Yeah, just, yeah. 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 Like, I don't know, Babe Ruth being the best, like, I don't know if those are real. Yeah. <laughs> and my favorite is when people also said they play against, like, plumbers and, like, electricians or something. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, common people. So anything before, yeah, before, like, modern technology, I'm just, I don't think. Like, I also, uh, I'm getting way off topic now already, but uh, you know how James Harden's going on this, like, crazy run? Yeah. Like yeah. Will Chamberlain averaging like fifty points a game? I don't know. That yeah. I don't think so. so. And so, you're kind of discrediting the Celtics dynasty in the fifties and sixties. Yeah, too. like I don't. Yeah. Maybe not. That like might not have happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those. It's just I don't know. Yeah. I feel like there's no real proof. Yeah. Well, you could probably just go into like a basketball encyclopedia and look back and see that it happened. Yeah. True. Maybe. Eh. I guess it's more like personal <laughs> stats. <laughs> Okay. Like personal achievements. Yeah. Okay. Like Barry Bonds hitting 700 home runs. I still don't even know if that's real. All right. This is a wild segment yeah, going I'm on just right now. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Patriots. Okay. Yeah. Back to the Patriots. Uh, the win didn't come without some type of controversy, obviously. Um, so, I'm trying to remember, they c- I th- was it in overtime when they called that roughing the passer? Um, oh, I can't remember. But it was uh, it w- at least it was a. Uh, a very important drive for them. It might have been in the fourth quarter, actually, when they were trying to um, maybe take another lead. I, I, I don't exactly I could, yeah. remember. Uh, yeah, people were hot about that call. Yeah, but um, I, I admit it wasn't the best call. I mean, he got hit like across the face, really. Well, I guess kind of like across like the shoulder pad. I mean, unless Brady like really played it, it did look like the dude hit his face mask. Yeah, I mean, it it did look like that. And the ref, the ref was behind Brady. He and didn't have the best vantage point, obviously. I mean, whether you call it or not, that's, I guess you could debate that, but I mean, I think he did hit his face mask. Yeah, yeah. Um, but of course, no one's going to admit that. 
if you're a Patriots hater. No. Unless no. you're like us. Um, and, I mean, they could have called one uh, against the Patriots, remember? Um, Pat Mahomes, they were deep in their own end. And someone swiped a hand down on Patrick Mahomes. And oh, like, yeah, yeah. Might have hit him in the face, but they didn't call that. Mm-hmm. So we've, we saw it all weekend, though, with the refs just being horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the probably the worst call in any playoff ever yeah. was the non-call in the in the Saints-Rams uh, game. Mm-hmm. So that's what we should be talking about is the Saints getting ready to play the Patriots. <laughs> um, but that that's a different topic. So uh, the refs in general were just, were just not very good. Yeah. Um, but other than that one call, I guess, I didn't feel that, I mean, there was a bad, there was a bad pass interference call. There was a missed one on Gronk. He was literally getting mauled up the sideline. So I think, I think it evened out with how bad the calls were uh, for both sides. Well, one, I think you could make the case that that Gronk gets held every play. Also true. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I don't think, Definitely in the in this a- AFC game, you felt that the Patriots deserved to win. They outplayed Kansas City for probably ninety five percent of the game. It wasn't like yeah. one bad call kind of changed the outcome no, of that game. Not at all. Um, I thought that. I mean, you, you just look at that overtime drive too. I mean, they got the benefit of that what neutral zone infraction or yeah. Whatever. People are also trying to argue that oh, like, if you look right down the line, dude is clearly offsides. yeah yeah. I don't like, understand. Not even yeah. close. And people, like, are so stuck with that, like, oh, that would have ended the game. You, you, you don't know. I mean. You don't know. If he's yeah. not offside, Brady might not even throw him to Gronk. Like, I, yeah. I, I, you, just, you just don't know those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's wild that people are trying to argue that he was, that was, like, a bad call yeah. or something. Um, um, but still, in that overtime drive, Brady and the Pats, they needed to convert, like, what, three third and tens? There was, like, a th- two third and tens and, like, a third and nine. Yeah. And it was just. It was money every time. It was to Gronk. It was to Edelman. Um. So that even, um, obviously, I think you texted me about it earlier this week. Um, people all of a sudden want to change the overtime rules <laughs> just because the Patriots happen to, to win. Yeah. And that the uh, likely MVP didn't even get to touch the ball in overtime. The Chiefs had three or four chances to stop the Patriots on third and long. Exactly. And they couldn't. And I heard someone say, like, even if you – don't win the toss, your chance is on defense. You yeah. just have to essentially make one play. and you d- Or at least just hold them to a field goal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, it, and it's wild, and, and people skip right over the NFC Championship game where there was uh, overtime as well, and both teams touched the ball. Yeah. So, it's just so funny that rules all of a sudden have to be changed whenever the Patriots uh, use them correctly. I guess. Right, right, right. Like, none of them, none of the rules that have ever been changed because of the Patriots have really, like, benefited them. <laughs> they just use them how they're written. Mm-hmm. Except maybe the one against the Ravens a few years back. The, we're talking about the eligible receiver yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that one did benefit them. Yeah. But, yeah. O- like, o- like, they have no control over the overtime. Right. Just because right. Matthew Slater knows what to call <laughs> on heads or tails. Yeah. That's like the only thing. It's a 50-50 shot as as it is. Well, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there saying that the uh, the coin was two sided. It was a uh, it was oh, just heads heads. On heads? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's just it's just funny to see outside of New England the hate that this team has towards them. Yeah, it's uh, you know, I think it's funny, but then also it, like it does like kind of get annoying. At, oh yeah. You know, like in the guys that are. I mean the the number one person, uh, Max Kellerman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, trying to be right about the cliff, he just keeps you know doubling down, tripling down. Yeah. After every single game, and it's just like, I know this is like your brand or whatever. It gets people talking about you, but you're clearly wrong. And you just, you're just sounding st- like stupid. You know, I, I just don't get it. Like, is that your is that your job? Is that what you want to do? Just to sound like an idiot? Yeah. I, I mean, and. Really, outside of the interception on the goal line, Brady didn't really have any other mistakes. No. Because the uh, second interception went square through Edelman's hands. Mm-hmm. And then the potential third roll went square through Gronk's hands. Yeah. Yeah. And like outs- Gronk should have. Yeah. It was just like, I don't know how you missed that. Yeah. <laughs> so outside of those. Outside of that really one throw on the goal line, Brady played amazing. Yeah. Yeah. 
And yeah, I, he might have only had like one touchdown, and his QB rating might have been bad, but I don't even know what it was. It was in the 80s, I think. Okay, I don't know, but I mean, you just had to watch that overtime drive, and and that's all you need to know. Like, I don't know how you think he's slowing down. He's not. He's got like 15 years left. It's what, yeah. honestly that's what it looks like. He yeah. he looks just as good as he did, you know, early in his career, if not better. So, on to the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, a tough matchup. Yeah, yeah. Also, I guess there was another important call that we kind of oh, yeah. glossed over, the whole Edelman yeah. punt return. Did he, did he not touch it? Um, it looked, just from all the angles, it, it looked like he didn't touch it. But then again, it, yeah. it, it's a wash because Brady literally threw a pick on the following or right, the next right. play after that. Yeah. So, um, But I guess if there was one point in the game where – I like actually got nervous that they might blow it and lose. What was that sequence of events? Yeah, yeah. Um, just because you know you couldn't really tell if Edelman touched it, so like I guess they probably caught a break there. But then Brady immediately throwing an interception and them scoring off that, you're it, it didn't. It felt like the momentum was going straight to Kansas City after those two plays. And you know, I feel like Edelman has done that on a couple. Like a couple times this year, where he kind of plays it on a hop. Yeah. Um, and I've always been nervous whenever he does that. Oh, and of absolutely. course, in the biggest game of the season, yeah. it it worked out for them. Um, like okay, obviously, but like you're just like, fuck. The one thing that you don't want to do in that situation is that. Yeah, and, exactly. But you know, and again, it could. I it didn't look like he touched it. No. And I think uh, must have been. I think actually Jim Nance said it. he was like, you know. Edelman didn't even make an attempt to go after it after, um, after the Andrew ball went past, past him. him. Yeah. So like, even if it did touch him, I, I, th- I don't think he would just stand there. Yeah, he would probably try to go after it. Yeah, because you know? he would realize yeah. it touched him instead of, you know, walking away. I guess that's one strategy. But if it's clear as day that it touches you, you're gonna go after the ball. Yeah, unless you're like the greatest actor in the world. Yeah, you know, it's hard to kind of mask that. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> so. I thought that was a that was pretty interesting that it, yeah he he didn't touch it mm-hmm. so oh and I guess why we're on questionable things um I mean Kansas City also ran some pretty illegal pick plays to score a touchdown though. yeah yeah I actually I I didn't even realize it until like a couple of days after just from like watching the highlights and they're I mean I I don't I mean I was drinking a lot during yes. the games so I didn't really pick up on those on those little things but yeah yeah, yeah I didn't uh, realize that those were pretty illegal and yeah. just kind of get blatantly getting away with it. Exactly, yeah. And I mean, every team runs them and it is up to the ref to decide. Mm-hmm. But two of them were like aggressively yeah. picks that the receiver had no intention of. And one of them was like a really, like it was like a really big play. A huge play. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. late in the game. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like we said, the, the, the refs <laughs> have just been brutal. Yeah, not their best weekend. No, not yeah. at all. Um. But, yeah, um, I mean, I guess that can kind of lead into the NFC Championship game because what we saw was probably the most egregious call in the history of – or egregious non-call, I guess, in the history of sports. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a, a worse non-call. Yeah. Um, it was blatant. Uh, I, and I don't know if you, you saw the pictures. There was literally a ref on each side of yeah. the play. Like, like probably within 10 feet of the people. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know how you missed that. Second, uh, it's hilarious that uh, – um, I forgot his name. Goodell? No, um, the guy in the Rams. The cornerback? Yeah. Uh, I – Well, anyway, he just owned it. He was like, hell yeah. That <laughs> was that interference. <laughs> After the game, yeah. like he, he was he just was like, yeah, I got beat, and I thought it was better than letting him score a touchdown, which is like probably true. Yeah, but like when you don't call that with the refs, it's huge asterisk on that game. I mean, I'd rather have him say that than say like, oh, I thought I made the right football player. Oh, absolutely, like yeah. Like, just come on. <laughs> no, yeah. I I completely agree, and yeah. the Rams pretty much ran with. I mean, did you see that Photoshop of Todd Gurley trading jerseys with the ref? Yeah, yeah. like th- they. I think they even know that they got away with it. Also, uh, about uh, um, apparently, um, you know, Mike Francesa, the oh, New York yeah. radio guy. Yep. Apparently, he thought that was real. 
I saw a few people like, like actually asked like, is this actually real? Yeah, and he was going off on on Gurley uh, in the refs uh, after that, and then his producer was just like, yeah, that's fake. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so like, yeah, at least they're not hiding and be like, no, nah, I was clean. Like, uh, at least the Rams are, I guess, owning up to the fact that it was a bad call. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, that's why we have Patriots. Rams instead of uh, Patriots Saints. Um, I'm gonna ask you a classic like um, like a re- talk show question. Uh, okay. d- do you think that call actually cost them the game? Oh, absolutely. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember how much time was left or anything really, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, it would have set them up first and goal. How much time was left? I, I literally just said I can't remember. Oh right, right, right. <laughs> My bad. Um. Uh, it had it was under two minutes though. Okay. So you be first and goal. You run it on first down. You s- and then if you score a touchdown, there they're gonna get the ball back with a minute or less anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's tough because I I I look at they still were able to get to overtime and have the ball with the opportunity to win the game, um, with one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time on your side. Yeah, I just think that they would have. I'm pretty sure they would have just been able to run out the clock. Okay. Had they done, had the call not gone against them. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I mean they had the ball. Breeze made a horrible throw. <laughs> yeah, did he get tipped? Back. No, he got hit. Okay. Threw it. Yeah. So, and from the beginning of the season now, Breeze has lot lost a lot on his deep balls. He underthrows a lot of people. Well, even the one he had a big play with like um. Ted Ginn Ted Ginn, earlier yeah. in the game, and it was like, I mean, he still caught it, obviously, yeah. but like, it was still kind of under it was throw. Underthrow- yeah. yeah. And the uh, first play in the Eagles game two weeks ago, um, the f- the very first throw of the game, he underthrew a deep round and was picked off. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, he's forty, so yeah. I mean, his arm strength, he's not must not do that TV twelve. Method. Yeah, he's not. He's no Tom Brady. But so. the Patriots and Tom Brady don't actually throw the ball that deep no. anymore. So. It was uh so did you watch the whole Rams Saints game? I missed like the first, like the first half of the first quarter. Oh okay, so yeah, it was the, okay. Um, so you, I just how do I phrase this? Todd Gurley like essentially didn't play. Yeah, I saw that. Did he? How many snaps did he have? I mean, ten maybe. Wow. Um, do you think that's a factor coming up this week, or do you think they just? You know, put that behind him, and he's still the number one, like, featured back. Mm. I don't know. I think... Or, I mean, uh, or do you think something's... Do you think he's hurt? I mean, I, it seems like he definitely is hurt. If he only... I mean, he's the... I think you can objectively say he's the best running back in the league, right? And... Yeah, I, I mean, you could you just certainly make that argument, yeah. And you only get ten touches and... In a game where you have the chance to go to the Super Bowl, I mean, yeah, I don't. I feel like it would be weird for McVeigh to kind of just completely change the game plan for one. Game. Yeah. I, I don't know if I, I. I feel like it would be weird if they were to kind of go off that script. I mean, he did drop two, like key third downs early in the game. True. <laughs> one went through for an interception. Yeah. But credit to the Rams defense, they held the Saints to. It should have been fourteen nothing after like five minutes of the game. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just—I uh, mean—that's an interesting storyline, I guess, that we have to watch for the next week and yeah. into next Sunday. And I guess when will the injury report come out for this? It probably won't be till like next. No, they already had—they had to issue them as if they were playing this week. Okay. There'll be one tomorrow. Okay. Saying like if there had been a game, you know, these people would have been out. All right. But Patriots have zero people on the injury report. Yeah, which is like shocking. I mean, but they did that like last, the past two weeks too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like as healthy as they can be, yeah. except for like IR people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think um, just to, I guess move on to the Super Bowl preview here. I think uh, they just got to stick to the same game plan. If they can get the ball first, you know, go on a eight minute drive to open the game, put up seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll be in business again. Yeah, I actually I think that's really important that they get the ball first. Yeah, <laughs> just from what we saw these past. Which two is games. like again complete reverse of what the Patriots have done. Mm-hmm. They always deferred every single time. Yeah, and then of course they just flip it on their head. But uh, yeah, if they can if they can do that, get the running game going again, which will be extremely difficult against that 
front four of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they can, if they can get that, like I said, march down the field, put up seven early, rattle have, Goff a little bit. Yeah, have Goff have to make big plays. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be huge. I mean, and you even saw it in the NFC game. Goff was, like, rattled to start the game. Oh, yeah, he, like... They had a couple of delay games in that, didn't they? Well, New Orleans was loud. Yeah, yeah. The whistle, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so <laughs> annoying. Um, yeah, and I think it might be one of those things, too, where if the Patriots can apply pressure early, you know, the the stage might get the goff. Yeah. So. But he'll probably fo- pull a Nick Foles and throw for, like, 500 yards and, like, nine touchdowns or something. <laughs> Maybe, but the, the Patriots' <laughs> defense has really come on in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, you had you really shut down Mahomes for the majority of the game, um, and then Rivers was a complete mess yeah. in the divisional round. And I mean, uh, obviously the second half of the the Chiefs game was a little, kind of a mess, but still, Tyreek Hill had one catch, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey had three, I think, and not, I mean, only one of those four catches was a big gain. I thought Kelsey was going to be a huge problem for them, but they like completely took him out of the game. Yeah, they like. matched a they matched a cornerback on him, mm. which I think because Kelsey's more of a wide receiver than a tight end. Yeah. So, yeah, their their game plan was excellent against the Chiefs. Um, and I'm sure Bill's working on something crazy for the Rams. Yeah. And I mean, outside of Gurley and I guess Brandon Cooks, none of their offensive weapons like scare me that much. C.J. Anderson doesn't scare you? No, that dude looks like he should be at like a bar. <laughs> like a biker bar or something. I don't know. He had a big game against the Pats when he played for Denver like a couple years ago. That is ago. true, yeah. That overtime game or yeah. whatever. Yeah. The one that got Brock Osweiler paid, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hopefully that doesn't happen again. But uh, no. I don't think it will. But. No. But I could also see the Patriots allowing the Rams to, to like, essentially run as much as they want. Hmm. Um. Or they're going to try and let Gurley beat them. I mean, not Gurley. Uh, Goff. You know, they're going to make Goff throw the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Which and hopefully Brandon Cooks doesn't have, like, a ridiculous revenge game or something Yeah, like I was that. talking to somebody about how they're going to play Cooks, and um, they mentioned it, they think it would be the same kind of setup as Tyreek Hill. Where Makes it'd sense. Where like yeah. bracketed, you know, double coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everyone else would, you know, be like, man. So, it'll be interesting. Um should be it should be a good game. It's like going to be 17 years to the day of when they beat the Rams in 2001. That's freaky, which is wild. Yeah. yeah. So. And just like you got I mean we talked about this last week about like potential Super, Super Bowl matchups and we talked a little bit about the whole kind of coming full circle with the whole Rams thing and you got and now we'll get to see it like with you know McVay being like the next brilliant head coach. Um Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what, you know, obviously it's been like for the past twenty years. It's like, oh, give Belichick two weeks to prepare, and you're screwed. And but I wonder, like with McVeigh, him kind of being like this wizard, I guess he'll have two weeks to prepare for the pass. What he'll kind of you know bring up for the game. Yeah. Well, I guess when you yeah when you put it that way, it's you know a great offensive mind versus a great defensive mind. Mm-hmm. And I know what you like give Bray or uh, give Belichick two weeks, and you're screwed. I don't really know if I believe that because the Patriots have never blown anybody out in the Super Bowl. No. no, no I, <laughs> every yeah. every single game's been yeah. – I think the biggest they won was six when they won in overtime against Atlanta. Yeah, it's so weird that that's their biggest margin of victory. Yeah. <laughs> when they were dominated for like three quarters of that game. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I I hope it's a blowout. I want it to be like 35-7 to 7 at halftime so I can relax. Yeah. But as we know with Patriots – Probably won't be. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't see it being any type of. I don't see either team really blowing each other out. Unfortunately. No, I don't um, either. I think that. You know, I would love to. However, I would like to see just kind of like what the Pats have done the past two weeks, kind of at least build a lead and then kind of. Like obviously, you don't want to get comfortable, but like at least you're playing ahead and. You yeah. know, so rely on some type of like David Tyree catch or like. Yeah. A, I don't know, an like, interception in the end zone or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, if at the end of the game the Patriots like win comfortably by, like, 12. Yeah. I, I'll be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's weird how just they've – all of their their 
their appearances really have been just absolute yeah, nail biters. Yeah, probably shaved years off New England fans. Yeah. Just like, it's yeah. been too stressful. We're, we're due for a relaxing win. Yeah. I mean, it, it, this is just us just being so spoiled. Oh, yeah. We've, been to, we've yeah. been to nine Super Bowls. It's been well, so, like, oh, it's so close. Not even just with the Patriots, though. I mean, yeah. World Series games are stressful. Yeah. You know, NBA Finals and NHL Finals were stressful. Yeah. So, it's just we're due for due for uh, a relaxing yeah. finals here. It's weird because, like, I agree with all that. Except for, like, in basketball, there will be, like, one game in the finals where you'll either lose by, like, 25 yeah. or win by 25. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and I guess maybe, like, when the Red Sox beat the Rockies, that wasn't, like, I don't know. I never felt worried about the Rockies. No, neither <laughs> did I. Well, even, like, I mean, the, the Red Sox, they beat the Dodgers in five, which – it was like a so that's like a pretty like convincing series win. Yeah, but like still, I I felt like the the Dodgers could have, you know, won any of those games. Yeah, I mean the Red Sox were a million times better, but I still feel like the the Dodgers did let a few of those games slip away. Mm-hmm. True. So another L.A. versus Boston sporting event. Um, it's kind of weird that it's the same. You know, the Red Sox just beat the Dodgers, and now the Patriots can beat the Rams, and we can yeah. end LA two L's. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yes, and it'll be the uh, be like the fifth time that a team has won the World Series or cities won this World Series and Super Bowl in the same year. I'm assuming with the the Red Sox and Patriots do it in 07, right? Oh four. Oh four. They lost in 07. Right, 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 right. Okay. Oh yeah. I don't know why I said 07. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just think that they won. It was like it was good. like Boston, Pittsburgh, random, uh, New York, Ugh. Uh, and I can't remember the other one. There was one other, but the Red Sox, uh, the Boston would be the first to do it twice. Hmm. So just another little fun fact for all you Boston haters. I made my first bet last week. I lost. Well, we both lost because I told you I bet the over on the NFC game. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was bad. Overhit in the Patriots game. Yeah. It didn't look so like I, it was going to. No, no. But I, I got that. I got that one. So I went one and one. Yeah. Will you bet for the Super Bowl? So I can't bet on the Patriots because uh, I've never won when I bet on them. No, I take that back. We, no, I've never won and the Patriots have never won when I bet on them. So I, got it. I don't bet on them anymore. Because mm-hmm. um, I think I bet when they played Jacksonville lost – Tennessee, I lost. Detroit, I lost. Yeah, so this is a stay so, away. Yeah, it's one of those, like, uh, um, what are they, superstitions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, I just can't do it anymore. But, like, the over-under is okay. Um, but the actual game. I'm probably going to throw in a lot of prop bets because you know how the Super Bowl has a Yeah, crazy I, amount I of was props. looking at some of those. Uh, you know, I, I might be tempted to kind of, you know, roll the dice on one of those. Yeah. Um, so I bet the over or under for the duration of the Star Spangled Banner is a minute 45 seconds. I might. Whoa, that seems low. Yeah, I think I might study uh, up on, um, is it Gladys Knight that's yeah. singing? So I might study up and so, see, yeah. you know, what, what she's done. What and she, her, yeah, you know. she's done in the past. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to do your research on that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, my, th- my buddy was telling me that one of them was like, well, Donald Treep. Donald Treep. Well, Donald Treep. I, I combined <laughs> Trump and Tweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, Will uh, Donald Trump like tweet six times during the yeah, day but yeah. or something? I feel yeah. like that's gotta hit. Maybe he yeah. tweets like all day every day. So I don't know. I might yeah, I might throw some props in for that. But the actual game, no, I won't. I won't bet on it. I don't even think I'm gonna bet the over. It's like 58. No, it's that seems a little high. Yeah, but it's gonna hit hit easily. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, there's there the the amount of prop bets is just. The, it's just astounding what they come up with for these bets. It's <laughs> like they have what color the Gatorade will be for the winning team when yeah. they shower the coach. Um, they have one for Belichick, like what color sweater he'll wear, or like, or if it'll be like a sweater or like a hoodie or the he'll wear. Oh, it's um, probably gonna be a gray hoodie. Yeah, and uh, I remember last year because I think Pink sang the national anthem or she did the halftime. I can't remember. Justin Timberlake did the halftime show. Then she must didn't. Maybe it was Lady... I don't know. One of those female... Lady Gaga performed two years ago? I, anyway, one yeah. of those female <laughs> singers, the prop bet was like, what color will her hair be? 
Oh, that would make sense for Lady Gaga. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they got props for everything. Yeah. I think one was like too. What would the, what's going to be the first beer commercial? Mm. I don't know if I should. Do you think Bud Light Budweiser is one thing? Can't be. No, it can't be. Yeah. It's going to be one of those two. Well, isn't Bud Light the official beer of the NFL? I feel like it has to be Bud Light. Oh, you might have just drop some knowledge. I might bet Bud Light now. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a good call. Shoot, we shouldn't have given that. That's that costs money. If you guys win, Venmo us. Also, I love that they like all these sports now have like beers for their sport. Like, I feel like. I f- I feel like Coors Light is like the baseball beer. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But like, um, at least for the Celtics, Miller Light is like the beer for the Boston Celtics. And is really, it really? Yeah. I don't know. You that. ever watch like during the game? They'll have there's like so many Miller Miller Light commercials. Oh yeah, and they have like the Miller Time highlight or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, but like, um, there was some. There was some Mexican beer that's like the beer for like UFC or something. It's like uh, okay. I don't know. Not your Tecate? Actually, I think it is Tecate. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. Uh, and I like, too, how all these uh, these leagues are now getting into gambling. Yeah. I really like that. Mm-hmm. It's going to probably go terribly in sports, probably going to crash and crumble. Mm-hmm. But at least we can bet on them. So I just, I just started following. I didn't see this on Instagram until, like, uh, last night. It's, it's like uh, the Instagram handle called, like, Barstool Gambling, where it just shows, like... It's mainly oh, deals with like people with a, who bet beats. the or people who bet the over under like a basketball game. It was yeah. like like the Duke Virginia game last last week. I think Duke was a favorite by like three and a half, and Duke was up four with like five seconds left, and the guy from Virginia hit a jumper, and so it was a two point game instead of four point game. Yeah, and, uh, those are the best. Yeah, those videos are I love them. Yeah, uh, I really I haven't been on the end of a like that bad of a beat yet. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think I've been on a a bad one yet. Mm-hmm. I've won some close ones though, where it's like the last play. You gotta cut. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. covered or. I would get way too stressed. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's awesome. Yeah. It's that rush. It's great. Yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, like like uh, when Pittsburgh, remember Pittsburgh Jacksonville played. For the AF, for a, the, like no, no, visual the, round. No, or? this is just the season. They, uh, they played. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacksonville was up like six nothing all game or yeah. something. Yeah. And then yeah. Big Ben did some creepy things, and they ended up covering mm-hmm. in, in, like, one of the final plays. <laughs> Whew, that was a ride. Yeah. And then the um, the Chargers-Chiefs game in regular season, the overhit on the two-point conversion, mm-hmm. like, it was like a walk-off two-point conversion for the che- or for the uh, Chargers. That didn't hit. I went to one. That was a ride. Well, also, I don't know if you bet, but on um, this one, but the uh, – the, um Seattle Dallas game for the the wild card round wasn't there a situation where I don't know what the spread was but like the Seattle oh the, yeah went for two at the end where they should I don't know yeah weird. I can't remember if I bet on that I don't know the Cowboys should be dead to me but I'm gonna <laughs> I, I yeah well I, you you tweet regularly bet the house on the Cowboys okay so the first time I hit it was Thanksgiving Day yeah it's the first tweet the second time they should have won. They should have covered, and the third time they lost by eight. Hmm. They were seven. What did you push? What about my money back? Yeah. GD betting. <laughs> Man. So, yeah, Super Bowl bound. Yeah. Um, do you have a pick for the game yet, or should we wait until? Uh, I mean, I'm gonna pick the Patriots, but okay, that's yeah. about that's about it. Can't pick against them now. Yeah, I guess I'll pick them too. Yeah, I, I feel like in a weird way, I I hate the term team of destiny. I I just feel like it's very like yeah cliche, but it almost does feel like what this whole. I mean, the Patriots are trying to have their own narrative of where the underdog, um, which has have which has made a lot of people mad. That yeah, people say that they're the underdog, uh, but um. I actually, I like their chances. I do. Yeah, now that we've been sitting here and I've actually thought about it, I think they win comfortably. But by like ten. You think by ten? Somewhere in there. I'm not willing. I don't to know. Go I just yeah. I'm feeling actually pretty good now. That'll probably shrink by like Thursday. I'll be like, oh, they're gonna lose. Yeah. But right now, I'm I'm feeling pretty confident. 
Yeah, I feel I feel ca- like I, like I always 30, say I feel cautiously cautiously optimistic. Like, I'm just gonna uh, roll with that. Like thirty twenty or something. It's gonna be something like that. Yeah, I just hope that. Well, I guess the biggest hope is that you know the moment's too big for Goff. He makes a couple of mistakes, and the Pats, as they usually do, take advantage of those mistakes. And I also that, feel yeah. like everyone is worried about Goff, but McVay's also never done this before. He could one hundred percent screw up at some point. Yeah. You know, he, 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 he likes to have balls, as they say, mm-hmm. and he could go for it on fourth down in their own end or something. And well, he didn't do it last week. There was a situation where it was like they were like on the one-yard oh, line, and it was a fourth and yeah. one, and they didn't go for it. And I mean, they kicked the field goal, obviously. Yeah, but I'm, th- but I'm talking about like even like a fake punt, you know, how they ran that last week too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. He could, he could just do something like that, and that could swing the game or something. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like – People are already giving him credit, even though he could be at fault instead of Goff, you know? True. Just a, another storyline, you know? Yeah. Super Bowl week, there's going to be a million of them. Yep. So. I would um, love to, like, be on, like, Radio Row during the week of the Super Bowl. Just to, like, yeah, not like, I don't know, that, I mean, it'd be fun to do what we do, obviously. Yeah. There, but, like, just to, like, experience, yeah, like, what I people are. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun to go to the People, like, get into fights and but stuff. But it's, uh, it's expensive. Oh, yeah. Um, you want to know what also is expensive? What? Uh, ticket to tonight's Celtics game. Very nice. That was good. Uh, the Golden State Warriors come to TD Garden. Yep. Um, the game could literally go any which way. Yeah. Except maybe a Celtics yeah. blowout. Yeah, I don't see the Celtics <laughs> blowout. <laughs> but I could, hopefully we see what we've seen in the past few years where the Celtics play an aggressive. Mm-hmm. And it's you know comes down to the last possession or something. But, That'd be uh, nice. Celtics look a lot better. And the thing about this game, I think that what we've seen this season, and we talked about this last week, they seem to get up for the good teams and lay an egg against the bad teams. And sorry, we're going. Why did you say we might be seeing a shift? Well, yeah, yeah, Is that I agree. Going? But but the I guess with this game though. I think the players are like, okay, this is our chance. Like, we've been playing these good teams really well. This is our chance to kind of like show the world yeah. that like we are here. This is like that we we think that. I'm not saying the Celtics are the best team, but like they're they're probably thinking like we're gonna show them that we're the best team in the NBA tonight. Yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah, I mean it's a national televised game. I mean it's a- a- ABC. Yeah. Because uh, they they're starting to do their Saturday night primetime games. I love those games. I don't know why. So, just yeah, no, yeah. they're they're because it's normally a good matchup. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, yeah, especially at home if they get the Garden rocking. Mm-hmm. Um, they've won like ten or eleven in a row at, at home. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't notice yeah. that. Well, they're in the midst of like a ten game home uh, stand. Yeah, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but what I was saying, if they get the Garden rocking, you know. Kyrie, Tatum, Horford are hitting shots, mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward even. It's going to be a battle. Oh, for sure. And it's frightening that Cousins looks this good this early in his return to Golden State. So this is where you put in Aaron Baines. Yeah. And you have Aaron Baines get into DeMarcus Cousins' grill piece. Yeah. Saying Mark, DeMarcus Cousins gets ejected. I mean, I could, <laughs> I could actually see that happening, but I could see. Or that maybe happening. save that for the for the finals. Yeah. One. Yeah. Well, Celtics will have Ennis Canner by the finals, so we can just use him. You, you won't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I want Ennis Canner so badly. <laughs> so badly. Well, he clearly wants to get traded right now. Yeah. Yeah. And Celtics could just use another dude who eats rebounds for a living. He. He rebounds a shit ton against the Celtics. He, I feel like he averages like 15 rebounds. That's against the what I like realized. Yeah, but like, yeah. So, but anyway, back to the game. We can talk about trades in a minute. Um, yeah. What is Marcus Morris going to cover Kevin Durant? Probably. Um, either that. I would think so. I mean, I think they're probably just going to go with the starting lineup they've been going with. So that would probably probably put Horford on Cousins, which. Ooh. Who's their center? Oh, I guess cousin. who's their power forward? Oh, Durant. I mean, they just do the okay, the kind of their starting, death yeah. lineup. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, and as much of a big game as this is, it's 
it's one game out of 82. I, I would love to win this tonight. It would be nice to see that, like, okay, like, they are really turning a corner. Yeah, it would just something. be a, a very, very – I mean, the Golden State's still the best team in the NBA. Yeah. Like, you, if you argue that, you're just wrong. Yeah. Um, And, like, yeah, it would be it'd be really good to see them win this game. But, I mean, we've seen them beat the, the other great teams in the league already. Mm-hmm. So, if they lost, like, I'm not going to be shocked and, like, too if they get blown sad out, about it. If they get blown out, I'll be kind of yeah, annoyed. Yeah, I'd be mad at that. But uh, if, they, if they lose, like, you know, by, like, 10, and then it's because, like, free throws down the stretch. Yeah. I'm not going to be upset about if that. If they lose on an egregious non-call, then I'll be pretty upset, too. Yeah. But like you said, it's still the regular season. Yeah. I mean, Celtics just got to get to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And as bad as it is that Victor Oladipo, you know, went down for the season with, like, a gross knee injury. Yeah. It's, like, kind of good news for the Celtics. Yeah, he, like, tore his quad, like, that tendon in his quad. Yeah. I don't know. It was bad. His knee just, like, completely gave out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's on. It, you hate you don't. Ever no, like see I'd rather that. the Celtics jump the Pacers at their full strength. Yeah, but um, and also, I think we ever, you know I feel like a lot of people are mentioning like the turning point, but I think this actually could be with with obviously in Oladipo going down and Philadelphia. They have their own kind of chemistry issues. Um, the Celtics, I I think that they can and will get to at least the three seed. I don't think it's out of the question that they can still get a top two seed. Because I, look, I was looking at the standings the other night. They're, they're only five game backs of I think Toronto. Toronto lost last night, so if they if the Celtics win tonight, they'd be four back. Yeah. So it's not out of the possibility that they could be it. And what are the Celtics, like 30 and 18? Yeah. That's 48 games? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. They still got a lot. I mean, a lot of season left. And if they can kind of, if they can continue to play this way at home on this homestand, then that would be a huge plus, obviously. Yeah, and if, as long as you don't lose to the nine and forty Cavaliers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- I'm just saying that's games that they should win yeah. when they rested like literally everybody. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're doing well. Um. Just a, yeah, big test tonight. Yeah. Um. You know, Kyrie's gonna show up. I feel like he's had just monster games against these big time. Po- I mean, he had that uh, ridiculous game against Toronto. Um, he had 40 on Christmas. Uh, I think he's going to... Yeah. I mean, it depends who they put on him, but I don't think Steph or Clay can guard him. Yeah, well, it seems like, at least in the in those finals against the Cavs, it was really Clay that was doing most of the defending yeah. there. Because, like, I think Steph and Kyrie, they can't really stop each other. <laughs> no. Honestly, I'd put Marcus Smart on Steph. Oh, so would I. Yeah. I would... Uh, yeah, I, would, I think that's probably what you need to do. Um, have, you know... You know, Clay runs uh, runs around a lot, but it's not like Kyrie. Like Kyrie does lose his man quite often. Did you see that? There was a picture of them. They were playing. Uh, I was. The, I think it was the game before the Cavs. Who'd they play? Can't remember. Oh uh, shit! I should remember this. Uh, I, I can't know. remember. But all five of that team were on like the left side. Yeah. And Kyrie was standing on the right side, <laughs> like like thinking his guy was like in the corner three point. He just wasn't. <laughs> so it, I mean. Kyrie plays pretty good defense, but at times he he lapses. He's like been that. a lot better this year. I feel like just oh, his, yeah. his effort in overall. Absolutely. Well, I think he, as he's tried to do it, he's just trying to be that leader. Yeah. So if you know, team sees shows, team sees him, you know, giving a hundred and ten percent on both sides of the floor. Mm-hmm. It, it's probably a good look. So, I mean. Every guy lapses, but that that picture was was really yeah. pretty funny. And also, I feel like the Celtics weirdly match up well against the Warriors. I mean, they got like, I I feel like the Warriors thing was they have a lot of guys like six six to six nine who can they're all versatile. They can make plays, and that's really what the Celtics have been doing. I mean, you got you know Morris, you got Tatum, you got Brown, yeah, you got all those guys who can. I mean, Smart's only six four, but he plays like he's seven Six, feet yeah um they i mean because i was thinking about if Kyrie would defend clay but then i feel like they would probably put jalen brown on clay because i feel like i've seen them match up against each other quite a bit maybe i'm wrong but um yeah that's the thing i think we could see a potentially different starting lineup just for defensive purposes um but i don't know Brad won't tell us anything till tip off, probably. No. 
So and the starting lineup they've been using has been working. Yeah. So they should just stick with that probably. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I think it'll either be a Warriors blowout or it'll be close. Yeah. And also, I think a key having um, Hayward come off the bench will be. Key. Oh, that was yeah. Thank you for saying that. I was gonna say. The bench has to play big tonight because mm-hmm. I think our bench is better than Golden State's bench. Yeah, I, I mean I haven't been following the Warriors at like crazy close this year, but you know obviously I think one, you know just one through five the Golden State they have well, the best starting five in the league absolutely. But the Celtics six through nine I guess probably is. I'd even say ten if yeah we're lowering Robert Williams even though he's. I, I mean, you can make the case that they have just on paper the most talent from like in those slots in the NBA. Yeah, you, yeah. Especially when you that. have like, I mean, I know Hayward isn't fully healthy right now, but if we just look at it on paper, you have like like a nearly a like an all star on your yep. coming off your bench. You got Rozier. You You're got starting point guard essentially. Yeah, Jalen Brown. Yep. So yeah, no. I, so that I, I guess just to finish my point. Uh, the bench is going to have to outscore Golden State's bench mm-hmm. for this game to be close at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bench defense, yeah, is, gonna, is just going to have to step up. It's going to have to be, just, like I said, be a big bench night <laughs> yeah. with Kyrie, obviously, going off. And they can't – I feel like in these games that they've lost or let teams back in, it's the third quarter where they kind of – either like they'll have a lead and then the, the opposing teams will come back and take the lead or – like, it'll be, like, a really close game, and then the other yeah. team will just blow the doors off. Yeah, it, the Celtics never play four quarters. No. They play no. three at least, mm-hmm. sometimes three and a half. <laughs> they, they never seem to play four. Well, it was like um, it was like last Saturday. Well, because we were talking last Saturday about how that Atlanta game was one you were con- we, we just had to be worried about because it was a lesser team, it was away, you just weren't, weren't sure. But then they're down from, for most of the game. They didn't really play it that well. Marcus gets ejected. Yeah, and then they play the fourth quarter really well, and they end yeah. up winning. Um, so it's just yeah, they just it's just uh, as we said before, it's just that inconsistency mm-hmm. that that has reared its head so much this season. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, what are they on? They're on like a four game win streak, is that five, I five think. game win streak. So, um, yeah, just keep it going tonight. Also, Smart's lucky he didn't get suspended for a game. Yeah, I'm very surprised he didn't. Yeah. I'm glad he didn't. I know, yeah, I am too, but definitely he should have been. Uh, pro- yeah, I mean, he just, like, ran at the guy. Because, there. yeah, and, 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 uh, Jokic got suspended for just running down the sideline from the bench. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he that's, even get that's in, just, He didn't even get involved. It's uh, like but a, that's automatic, isn't it, if you it's leave a the bench? Weird, it's a weird rule. It's, it's a yeah. flawed rule, I think. Isn't I mean, if you just leave the bench, you're... It's like automatic. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it, it, I mean, yeah. It sh- wasn't even like you saw Smart ran with like reckless abandon to, towards that guy. What's I mean, what I mean? Jokic yeah. didn't actually leave the side. He line. was just like kind of walking. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like you said, it's flawed. Like, I don't think Jokic should have been suspended. I think Marcus Smart should have. Yeah. Also, that clip of that of that Denver Utah fight. You see, there's like that fan in the stands who's oh, like kind of. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's acting like he's trying to separate the guys, but he's like he's ten like, feet yeah. away. Oh, did you also <laughs> yeah. see? I can't remember what college it was, but I guess a college. I can't remember who was playing. A college upset somebody, and the fans rushed the court. Mm-hmm. But there was a ref who was just like, like making like the get back sign, <laughs> and it's just like, dude, there are. Like, hundreds of college kids running onto the court. You're not going to be able to stop them by just, like, throwing your arms out, telling them to get back. <laughs> so, it's, like, the same sort of thing. Yeah. That's so funny. That was, yeah, that was funny. Um, But, yeah, Ennis Canner, huh? I don't know how they would get him. Oh, I don't either. Yeah. But I want him so badly. Yeah. Well, I just hope he isn't, like, I don't know, imprisoned by just the Turkish police. So, hypothetically, because Marcus Saul is also on the trade block. Yep. Um, he's too expensive. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want him. Both of those, okay. both him and Conley are way too expensive. As in price, or like what it's going to take to get them? Uh, price uh, is in a contract, I guess. Is my uh, price, just our contract. And yeah. Well, Ennis Kanter makes like eighteen million. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> all. I mean, I to be honest, I think there's a like a zero percent chance they get any of those guys. Yeah, I, I don't know if I see them making any moves. 
No, I don't think they do. They might wait till buyout season. Yeah. Is that S Z N? Yeah. There was some rumblings. You know, I think I texted this to you, or maybe we talked about it last week about potentially Bradley Beal. Oh yeah, Brad Beal. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Brad Beal. Brad Beal. Yeah. But I. But like the likelihood of that actually yeah. happening, I think it's really. I don't cool. know how he'd fit in chemistry-wise with this team too. No, I think, I mean, I kind of liked the idea at first because, you know, you got him and Tatum are both from St. Louis. They have that connection. He and Al went, both went to Florida. You have that connection, um, and you know sometimes you, with all the players that they would give up, sometimes it is it would be like addition by subtraction where. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. It I'm would also not keen on trading, you know, Jalen Brown and, and other young guys within the conference. I get that. Yeah. Again, but I would 100% trade everyone for Ennis Tanner. So I guess. Okay. That's like, I, y- you want to hear the four people I want the Celtics to get? I, I guess so. Yeah. Ennis Tanner is obviously one. Jesus. Uh, Markeith Morris, just so we have that twin brother connection. Then we get that. You know, if something goes down, we got two yeah. two dudes to throw. Uh, Carmelo Anthony can be a free agent, obviously. Hard and, pass. Hard um, pass. Jared Smith still exists. Uh, Is he like still employed by the Cavaliers? Like, what's the deal there? He didn't play it all season. I don't know. I, I, your taste in basketball yeah, players is, is wild. Denver Nuggets should have won a championship in like 2006. Oh God. AI. Carmelo, J.R. Smith, Kenyon Martin. Whoo! What a team. I wouldn't want to go down like a like a back way with those guys there because I would there would be like a ninety five percent percent chance I get stabbed. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Actually, some team should sign Melo, trade for J.R., trade for Markeith, and Ennis Kanter. That should just be a team. Try and get Rajon Rondo. <laughs> oh God! Wow. See, Melo got traded to the Bulls, then immediately got waived. That's what I mean. Yeah. So sign with. Kyrie was talking about how they need a guy with like 14 years experience. Mm. They don't need a. They don't. I don't see anyone better. They don't need a locker room cancer though. Yeah, but it's Carmelo. Yeah, he shoots like 30 percent from the three for his career. Awesome. (laughs) Oh, I don't care about that. I don't. He just. I just want. And he doesn't play any defense. I just want him on the team. He doesn't have to play. I just want him on the Boston Celtics. I take it back. He does need to play like a lot. Yeah. Start. Wow. Wow. This has gone off the rails here. Yeah, the more likely one, and this canner, and and yeah, Marquee, get Marquise. Imagine that we had the two in at the same time. Be the best lineup in the world. <laughs> I will Patriots be. Patriots have uh, that twin, twin, uh, the twin powers. The McCordies. McCordies yeah. yeah, might as well add another Celtics. Yeah. Um, I will be interested to see what they do in the buyout season because they picked up Greg Monroe last year. Granted, that team, like, you know, they kind of needed something at the time. Um. Yeah, it'd be interesting who actually gets bought out, too. Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, it doesn't seem like there are many guys, like, itching to leave their situation right now. Besides Ennis Kanter. Yes. I feel like th- somebody and else. Smith, if he's, like, still on the Cavs. I, don't I feel like there's – uh, wasn't there somebody else who was recently complaining about playing time? Or maybe it was just – Dion Waiters was. Yeah, he can – I don't want him. I, I, I would pay he's, to. He's. I'm. All, I'm. All okay, I'm okay with. I would with pay that. to keep him as far away. From oh, that, that team that I was talking about. They should trade for him too, though. The team you're. The team that I created with Ennis Canner. Oh Keith, yeah. Uh, so you're. So it, this is your like your in your wildest dreams. This is your fantasy basketball team. Well, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. My fantasy basketball team would just be twelve white shooters. Did I'll be at from Duke? Yeah, probably. probably yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so. Oh, also, apparently, I was watching. Oh, it was the Heat game. That's that's who they played recently. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I was watching, or maybe I was listening on the radio. I can't remember. But they were saying Kelly Olynyk fell out of the uh, rotation. Apparently, down there. You want Kelly back? I would take Kelly. Of back. Of course, you would. You wouldn't take Kelly back? I just don't, what like would his seven. role be? I just don't know. Like th- I, this is the thing. Like I don't think they. I mean. Besides, like, what I said before about how it would be fun to get Bradley Beal, or Brad Beal, excuse Brad me. Brad Beal. They don't need a guy who, like, they need a guy who doesn't need to score, who knows his role, which I feel like Olenek, he likes to score. And I think every person I named likes to shoot the ball. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, just. But that's why I want Ennis Canner because like I don't really know if he cares about scoring. I'm no, sure, I don't like, think he, he does. He yeah. would get his, but just a dude that rebound gets like fifteen rebounds a game. That's all I want. I mean, that would like be realistically, like yeah. if we were like, you know, away from those crazy guys that I love. For this Celtics team right now, I just want a dude that can, like I said, each rebound for breakfast, lunch, dinner, midnight snack. That's all he does. Okay. I get that. But, like, if they wanted to add more people, those other guys are available. (laughs) Maybe not Marquise. I don't know his situation. Yeah, neither do I. So, yeah. (laughs) If I can get a Carmelo Anthony Celtics jersey, my life would be complete. Well, can you just like? Also, we get a J.R. Smith one, but anyway. you could probably just like make a Carmelo yeah, Anthony Celtics jersey. That's not cool because he's never actually on the team. Like, if I was a Hawks fan, I probably would have bought one, yeah. even though he was on the team for like twenty minutes. True. Well, Someone to think about, though. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I also should have. Like, as soon as Michael Carter Williams won the Rookie of the Year, I was about to buy a Sixers one. I'm like happy I didn't, but I also should have. Yeah, probably a good thing you didn't, because yeah. is he? No, the he Rockets. was with the Rockets, but then didn't he get waived or something? Or he got traded? Well, if he's available, add him to that team as well. To the Celtics? No, 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 to oh. that team that I created. Oh, it's just okay. Yeah. There's your point guard. Yeah. We, we might have to check in on this team every week just to see who what players you want to add to your team. Yeah. They're pretty much all cut. Yeah. Because they don't work on regular teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it could be like your version of like, I, I don't know, like I don't know, like they do in the longest yard. They just have like ex-convicts on their team. They just have like washed-up guys. You could just have yeah. like washed-up guys on your team. Or we wouldn't. There would be zero offensive plays. Be all freestyle. Well, with those guys, there wouldn't. They exactly, wouldn't have yeah. like the retention to like. And I'd do. probably play a zone because I don't trust any of them on defense. It's probably the best move to do. Yeah. 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 And then uh, I'd probably get fired after two seasons because we go like nine and, you know, like ninety. <laughs> nine and seventy-three or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm shocked that Melo actually played defense at Cuse in that zone. Well, he would have played the wing, which is like kind of easy to hide in. True. If you're the, the, I feel like for the zone, the toughest positions are the top two and the guy in the middle. Yeah. The wings are kind of you can like kind of get away with mm-hmm. not playing great D. True. And it's a zone. You like don't like as long as if there's a guy close to you, I kind of have to guard him. Mm-hmm. Oh, but speaking of the zone. See, transition. Hopefully it stifles Virginia Tech tonight. Ooh, nice little transition. You're nailing the transitions today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they got a tough one. Virginia Tech, ranked yeah. 10th. Which, again, like I said before we started, Virginia Tech, like, always kind of good at basketball and football. You, like, don't think it, they would be. Yeah. Yeah. But like, and like I told you before, they have a really good offense. Um, I'm really into Ken Palm. You ever, you ever check those Ken Palm rankings? No, I don't even know what that. I've never even heard of it's that. It's like they rank each team based on like offensive and defensive oh. efficiency. It's not like, like yes, it it is like sort of like this advanced metric, but like, it's actually really accurate and. It yeah, I'm not just a big college basketball stats guy, just because they can be so skewed with like, you know, some dude that plays for like San Diego State Southern. <laughs> could be playing. You definitely just made that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, could could average like thirty five points a game, right? Would right. be like number one. It's just like, I don't yeah. But this is like kind of. I mean, but this, this is more team based. Yes, it's yeah. team based. Um, and it just uh, they have like an adjusted score, so it's like your adjusted offense, your adjusted defense, and then your score is like in between those two, like the difference between your adjusted offensive and, and adjusted defense. <laughs> Syracuse probably very well on that. They were like, um, not they were. Th- like 35th, oh, and that's okay. out of the 351 or two teams. In yeah. and you want who's probably dead last? Not UMaine. Really? No. They're like 330 or something like that. Still pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, still very <laughs> bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know what people also, I feel like, forget a lot? What? Virginia lost to a 16 seed with a 1. I don't think people forget. I feel, no? I feel like they give Virginia crap every chance they can oh, about okay, that. Good. Because I was watching them play today. I also didn't recognize a single player on Virginia. Kyle Guy? Yeah, he was the only one that was like seemed familiar. Jack Salt? He, I don't remember him. Big white guy? No, I, I, well, I know yeah. who he is now, but I don't remember him last year. Yeah. I remember that Toby guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Well, DeAndre Hunter 
He was he got injured last year and he missed that UMBC uh, game. Yeah, okay. He's yeah. really good. He he played very well in the Duke yeah. game la- last week. So uh, yes, yeah, Virginia lost to a 16 seed. <laughs> yeah, but this ACC season, the the, uh, the chase for the regular season title it should be pretty good because you got at the top you got Duke Virginia. What's Cuse's conference record right now? Five and two. Then I know they've. Lost. I don't know how many wins they have, but they have two losses. So yeah, they have two losses. I think UNC has one loss. Virginia Tech. I know they lost to Vert to UVA. But there's like the top seven or eight teams in the conference are separated by like a game or two. So it'll be uh, pretty interesting to watch as the season goes along. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, maybe it's because we both like teams from there, but I still think it's the best division in basketball. College basketball. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it'll probably produce the most teams in the tournament. Um, the SEC is, like, randomly strong this year. Yeah, they're getting better at, at, at basketball. Um, Big 12 is always comp- – the Big Ten's really good this year, too. Mm. Yeah, never, they always, I feel like Big, team team, big, big Ten teams always just lose. They haven't won a national championship in, like, close to 20 years. They've had teams go to the Final Four, like Wisconsin was in the Final Four a couple of years ago. Um, oh, I lied to you. Syracuse is 5-1 and one in conference. Oh, okay. So they're right there. Yeah. They're the only non-ranked team in the top, like, half of the conference. Hmm. So, Interesting. Yeah, UVA, Duke, UNC, Louisville, VT, and NC State are all ranked. But, yeah. but if they beat uh, if they beat VT tonight, hoping we slide that twenty fifth slot. I think you would. I think yeah. so too. That's two big wins in two really a good week. wins. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. That Boston Georgia Tech is pretty bad at home. Right? Not as bad as the Old Dominion loss. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. 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 Oh, but uh, hopefully the committee checks it. Georgia Tech beating Duke at halftime could help us. Yeah, but they, they end up getting blown out. <laughs> <laughs> but one half of basketball, they were leading Duke. Yeah, Syracuse sure. beat Duke. Yeah. So. This one, th- th- this one thing about this Duke team, they uh, Georgia Tech also plays a zone. The this Duke team is not a good perimeter shooting team, uh, which could be their downfall. Um, well, maybe if Jack White learned to shoot a basketball properly, <laughs> he's been in like a month long slump. He's yeah. been really bad lately. Coach K should send him packing to North Carolina A and T. He's from Australia. You can just send him back to Australia. Interesting. I Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. He should yeah. be on, like, Gonzaga, then. Like that would make sense. I feel like yeah. Gonzaga gets a lot of, like, yeah. those foreign-type people. Yeah, they had that Semik Karnowski guy from, from a couple yeah. years ago. Kelly Olenek from Canada. Uh, Sabonis, the Monte Sabonis. Yeah. He's, like, really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah. Yeah, it just seems like a Gonzaga-type type of person i can kind of see that like they had that kyle wilter guy for a little bit too he like went to kentucky oh yeah 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 man but um yeah i mean unless you have anything else then i guess we'll i was trying to look at how tiger woods was doing but yeah we got to get that reference oh, in. I thought you did yeah. in college basketball or just in the pod um yeah i mean i'm trying to think of what else for sports that we need to cover knock my lamp over sorry uh I don't know, the Red Sox haven't done anything. Nope, still don't really have a closer. They'll probably just do closer by committee. Uh, I don't know, Kid Krimble's still out there, and I could see it being like a last minute, like, like oh, he doesn't have a team, yeah. and the Red Sox are like, oh, here's like some millions. Here's like two years for $24 million or something like that. I don't yeah, know. something yeah. weird. Yeah. But. Yeah. Oh, I was also uh, checking the interwebs, and I believe everything. Um Bryce Harper might be in like kind of a sor- similar similar sort of um, predicament that JD Martinez was, where the Phillies made a big offer, and no one else is really doing that. Yeah. So he might be waiting, and that's just what I heard. I wonder if like we're gonna be that'll be like the trend now with these big free agent signings that like we're just gonna wait, or at least the teams will wait, um, to like kind of make a deal. To kind of save themselves money. Because what was JD originally asking for from the Red Sox? I don't even. I don't like even remember. Two hundred and thirty million or something. Because they got him for five years, hundred and ten. Yeah, it was like a hundred million dollars less than what he wanted. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, and he has a player option after this coming year. But, 
But the thing is, like, the Red Sox made that offer, I'm pretty sure, fairly early in free agency. Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. And, like, no no other team wanted to decide to do that, which was dumb on every other team's part. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But I'm just wondering. I think I feel like that's gonna. I, f- I feel like that's gonna it happen be, more and I've often. I've been seeing now. some things where, like, if things don't change in baseball, there's gonna be a strike or something again. I didn't really look into it. I think I read the headline. I was like, yeah, yeah, more headline I readers. Yeah, yeah, I don't, don't want to check this right now. Yeah, but well, let's see if anything else. Oh, I guess the last thing would be um, just to kind of wrap up all the sports. It is kind of cool. Um, and I'm sure it happens in like other cities, but we don't notice it. Uh. I like all the teams like interact with each other. Oh in yeah, Boston. Yeah, yeah. Like you got you know Red Sox tweeting about the Patriots and Patriots you know tweeting about the Red Sox and going mm-hmm. to Celtics games and, and things like that. It's just well, like cool to see them interact with each and other. And then like you see Brady have like Paul Pierce in his hype video, Mookie Betts yeah, and Tatum and exactly, those guys. Yeah, like, yeah. It it is, I like that. It, yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess we should probably mention that too. That Tom Brady video. Woo! After the. AFC Championship game with him and Gronk. Yeah, it's cocky. Yeah, it was unbelievable. The, yeah. the song was perfect. Perfect. Like perfect. just like, like the the expressions on their faces, they're just like I, they're just like we don't give it up. Yeah, pretty much. It was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. We ain't going nowhere. It was. Whew. I've watched that too many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watch it again after this. Yeah, I probably will too. Yeah, it's made me feel things I've never felt before. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it was wonderful. If they win the Super Bowl, he's gonna come up with a cocky song. Oh my god! I don't even know what it would be. Yeah. Actually, if it was, you know, we are the champions, that'd be kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I feel. Do you think you'll? I, yeah, that's actually a good top like t- topic of discussion. What song he might play after that? Could would it be like Welcome to Atlanta? Because uh, no, it have no, it has to be cockier than that. It has to be um, like I'm the best. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just yeah, just, just like something yeah. like like crazy. Uh, I don't know. What if it was like you, you know the the first line in that Forever song by Drake and all those guys? It says like last name ever, first name greatest. What if he just like stopped it right there? Oh boy, that would be very good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we'll see. Isn't the song also Welcome to Miami by Will Smith? Is that the song you were thinking of? No. There's a song called Welcome to Atlanta. But it's by like um. Ludacris. Oh. Yeah. There's a remix, too, with Snoop Dogg. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I'm going to have to take a listen to that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I... So, we just need the Patriots to win so we can have that that video from Tom Brady. That's a... You should, like, send him a clip. Be like, send him a letter. With that idea. For the last name ever, first name, greatest one. Yeah, maybe. That's a good idea. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, well, we're about to approach the 69th minute, so we're going to end it here. Um, As always, thank you all for listening, and uh, yeah, see you next time. Go Pats!